0: Hello and welcome to the Muni Oral History Project, where we explore the stories and rich history of the Springfield Municipal Opera over the past 60 years. Stories from the people who have built, experienced, and performed what we'd like to refer to as Muni magic. Sit back and relax and listen to these tales of Broadway Under the Stars.
1: This is Jacob Potty here with the Muni Story Oral History Project. And here we have today my good friend, Kevin Ford. How are you doing, Kevin? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you, Jacob. Well, so Kevin has been on stage. He's been on staff. He's been a master builder for a number of shows. So let's just get down to it, Kevin. What was your first Muni experience either on stage or as an audience member?
2: Well, I will tell you, uh, my first adult performing uh, arts experience actually began um, with, uh, in Florissant, Missouri. Uh, I actually uh, come from a family of, of, of um, singers and both my parents um, sang when, when I was much younger. But when I got older, uh, probably, I'm gonna say probably in the 80s, uh, I, was, um, I did a couple of shows with the Hawthorne players in Florissant, Missouri. My first introduction to the Springfield Muni was in 2005. Um, I somehow heard about the Springfield Muni and and found out that they were having auditions for this musical called Ragtime. So I mustered up some courage and and a song and went to the auditions, uh, which were, they were being held at that time, uh, Theater Three at the Hoogland Center for the Arts. And I remember walking into the room and seeing rows of chairs and people sitting in them, all facing the uh, the stage. And there were there was a table where all of the um, the the show staffs were sitting. And it looks just it was really kind of a surreal experience initially, and and uh, uh, the experience was a little intimidating. It was a little exhilarating at the same time. the auditionees and the show staffs were like I mentioned they were all together Uh, and I just remember auditioning behind Tony Young. First time I ever heard this guy met this guy and his voice was so powerful that I'm saying to myself what am I doing here and it was like I was it was so overwhelming it was enjoyable at the same time I mean such a, just such a great voice and a great guy too. Um, I have to say when my audition time came, I, it did okay. Uh, I was invited to be part of the show in the chorus. Uh, I had a little piece, uh, I would play the part of the black lawyer, um, but um, you know, thanks to Lori O'Brien who directed the show, uh, it was a great and incredible experience. Uh, my first introduction to, to the Springfield Munich
1: okay so um of course you talked a little bit about your first audition so this was still this was at the very end but this was still the old cattle call days right before they changed the yes, format right
2: was, yes sir it was the old cattle call days and i'll tell <laughs> you you want to talk about something that that could unnerve you yes that was it <laughs> that was it
1: yeah so but fortunately for you it wasn't too long before they changed that <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And I really, I really enjoy the new way that we do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, you know, I I think I I benefited from that experience because, um, you know, you got a chance to see everybody, you know, mm-hmm. so and some people that perhaps maybe didn't get a call back or some people who maybe um uh for scheduling reasons, whatnot, were not able to be a part of the season. Uh, you, you got a chance to see that. So I thought that was pretty amazing.
1: Okay. So what are some of your favorite memories or roles that you've done? Well,
2: I will tell you um, my favorite role of all times was playing Caiaphas in Jesus Christ <laughs> Superstar. It was, when you think about parts, musical parts, uh, I'm, a, I'm a baritone bass. And I remember listening to, actually, I remember watching Jesus Christ Superstar on TV and watching the part of Caiaphas and this beautiful resonant um, sounding bass voice. This guy is just, I mean, it was, it was amazing. So I remember when we, when I learned that that show was gonna be a uh, part of the, of the season I said, "Man, I've got to audition for this thing," and uh, fortunately, I got the part. It was probably one of my best experiences. What I also liked about it was was that long black coat that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, costume made for me. It was, I mean, it was just brilliant. I, I it was a great experience. Um, now, while I also I, I enjoyed working on stage, performing on stage, um, I think my favorite and most memorable experiences are as a set builder. Uh, Working alongside people like uh, Harvey Edwards and Dave Parker, Mike Madden, Meredith Vogels-Thomas, Mac Warren, Jeremy Reese. You know, watching these guys, these talented guys and girls um, creating, building, you know, wrestling through um, set designers' plans, uh, to me, I thought that was so amazing was taking something from nothing, or taking something that was in the mind of someone, and then um, creating it, um, creating this experience that was visually appealing to to our audience, um, and it helped to tell the story, and it helped to bring the story to life. Um, and I thought that 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 it will still be one of my most favorable memories. I I really missed the past two years and. Spending my summers at the Muni building sets, and um, so uh, yes, I would have to say that that is those are two of the most memorable. When
1: moments. did you get involved in set building?
2: Well, actually, my my first experience was with Ragtime. I remember. Um, let me see, Dennis O'Brien asked me if I would come out and give them a hand. And I said, sure. And, uh, and I was hooked after that. I remember building the papaya boat and um, just thinking, man, this is really cool. This is really fun. Little did I know that, you know, it was a, it was a strategy to rope you in and get you interested in, in, uh, <laughs> in set building. Well, it worked for me. Uh, I loved it then. I still love it today. It's one of those things, like I say, I like the idea of working with my hands and I like the idea of, of taking something from nothing and creating a, an
1: experience for the audience. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite shows that you've built? Uh, well,
2: let's see. Uh, Mary Poppins.
1: <laughs>
2: um, Dream Girls. Green Girls was what was a, was one of my favorites. Um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my goodness, Little Shop of Horrors. My first show that I that I built uh, that I was the uh, master builder on was a High School Musical, and uh, Craig Craig Williams uh, directed that one, and that one was that one was really cool. A lot of simple simple lines and whatnot. But I remember when I went to set up the stage because the, the band actually performed, it was on a raised stage, uh, not a raised stage. It was on a raised platform. And so the, uh, the band actually performed upon this uh, on this set piece. And I remember going out and setting this thing up and getting it screwed down to the stage. And then <laughs> Craig William comes out and he says, Kevin, I have some bad news for you. One of the entrances that we needed my, uh, the set was, or the uh, the the platform was actually, I wanna say it was like six inches. It was six inches into that doorway, which means that they couldn't move out set other set pieces and things. And then I needed to move the entire thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, I went through a whole bunch of different emotions and whatnot, but in the end, you know, we got it done. um, And it was uh, it was spectacular. It was a wonderful show. Um, Let me see. uh, So, yes, High School Musical. I like that one. I enjoyed that one. Um, Let's see. Well, those are the ones that I can think of offhand right now. Uh, but I, I will tell you every show that I've built,
1: uh, oh, um,
2: the one with pink,
1: um, Legally uh, Blonde.
2: Legally Blonde. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just really kind of escaping there. Legally Blonde was another real front fun project to build and Hairspray. Hairspray. Hairspray was a really cool one too. Funny story about that one. So, um, uh, that was the one that that uh, that Anna Anna Bussing then uh, directed, and or she was choreographer for that. I can't remember offhand. Anyway, so we we built this we built this table which was going to sit inside of the the, the record store, and uh, we'd asked the question. So does is this just for is this just for props, or is it functional and I don't remember getting the, getting the answer. Anyway, so we built this thing just to be a set piece. And all of a sudden during one of the rehearsals, Reggie Guyton jumps up on tops of this thing <laughs> and he starts dancing. And I happened to be in one of the wings and I'm looking out and my eyes got real big and just fright just came over me. Cause I'm saying to myself, Oh my gosh, he's going to break his neck, you know, and they're going to, you know, something, something horrible going to happen. So I, <laughs> I let him finish. He leaps up and, and jumps down onto the onto the um, the stage. And I immediately go and snatch his <laughs> set piece off. And um, and I said, uh, nobody told me this thing had to be built for somebody to stand on. And uh, <laughs> so we, we firmed it up and he used it as a pro, you know, he used it as a as a piece uh, during the show, and it worked out great. That was that was a scary thing, though. Yeah, so what other roles have you played? Well, let's see. Um, so I, I was in, um, Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, I played, um, oh goodness gracious. Um,
1: I remember it, but I can't remember the part either. Is it Dr. Karen? Um, oh goodness. But you were the female lead stat father. Yes. yes, Yes. I do remember. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um,
2: can I think of his name right now? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah.
1: Well, um, keep going, and but, I'll I'll look it up. But I uh, d-
2: uh, I was uh, King Amanastro in uh, in Aida. Um, let's see, what other things have I done? Uh, I was in Little Shop of Horrors. I did the, the uh, voiceover for Audrey. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. well, that must one must have been fun. That one was really
2: fun because I got to set set in the wings and <laughs> just be on be on a mic uh didn't have change costume costume changes or anything it was pretty cool yeah did you uh, memorize that part uh some pieces I did the songs yeah. of course the songs yeah. I did but uh, but some yeah. of the parts uh I wanted it to feel kind of unique each night so some of the pieces I I memorized others I didn't
1: yeah and you were Sir Danvers Carer or Carer. there we go and and yes. Jekyll and Hyde yep I just yes looked
2: it up. yes yes thank you very much for that mm-hmm kind of a brain brain freeze there. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh, goodness. I've, I've been in many shows on the um, Muni stage. Once on this island, um, uh, I played one of the gods. That was wonderful. That was a great set, too, by the way.
1: And um, oh, goodness, I can't think of them all. Oh, that's them okay. All. So um, when did you get to be on the board uh i can't remember the exact date but i've been
2: on there for a long time uh Mm -hmm. i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed my time uh with the board uh it's been a great experience but it's yeah it's been several years Been several Mm -hmm. years Mm
1: -hmm. okay so um, then one of the phrases that we use a lot in the theater world is the show must go on. And for this, I'm phrasing it as things that just go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, flubbed lines, choreography mishaps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know you're a set builder. You don't want this ever to happen, but sets falling down or collapsing. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, I, oh I, I have a really good one on that one. Bro. Okay. A- anything yeah. li- along that line. Well, besides eating flies and bugs, as you're saying- oh, that happens. That's just the downfall goodness. of outdoor theater. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One of the things that comes to mind for me um, uh, was we were doing the show Rack Time and J.P. Morgan was up on the scissor lift. We had this scissor lift, had a platform on top of it, had railings around it. And I, can't, I think it was covered with fabric so that it would look like he was standing up on a podium um, talking down to people. And so we're all on stage and a group of us are standing behind the set piece as he, they, they wheel it out and he's up here. He's talking to the audience and singing to the audience. And I think he moved a little bit towards the back, the back left edge of it. All of a sudden we look up and we see this thing is falling. And so, um, um big mike reaches his hand up and he grabs a hold of the bottom of this platform and he's standing there holding, now now the audience can't see this so they don't really know what's going on but we're kind of looking around and we so we all kind of reach up to kind of support him and and uh and jp he he continued singing a song and as soon as it, the screen goes everything goes black i mean this this massive rush to get this thing scary, you know, get scurried off of the stage. It was like, Oh my goodness, we would have had a disaster that night. Mm -hmm. But fortunately quick thinking big Mike, um, you know, he, he,
1: uh, he saved the day. Yeah. Anything else that comes to mind of things that just went wrong? Well, in, um,
2: hairspray, uh, (laughs) As uh, Brett Rutherford is getting into the uh, into the hairspray can, um, one of the other crew members uh, did something that we told him not to do. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden you see this hairspray can starting to tilt, <laughs> <laughs> and and. Uh, uh, and Brett's expression is it was really kind of priceless at that time, but anyway, so we're rushing, to, you know, to pull this thing back, you know, and to keep it from falling. Fortunately, it worked. We did, you know, it didn't fall over. But I remember that can that can could have been disastrous. It could have been a disastrous moment for us. So yeah, that was that's another one that I think about. Um, let's see. Um, in. Jesus Christ Superstar, all the pyrotechnics. It was crazy because you never knew where the technician was going to place the charges. And so, cause he wanted to get this true response from when the fireworks and things went off. And this is that, that one scene where, where all the people are scampering across the, um, the stage, running and fleeing and whatnot. And um I can remember watching some of the expressions of the cast members. it was almost like they were they were they were playing their part, frightful of you know of the oppression. but then it was also, okay, so where are those things? <laughs> you know and all of a sudden something goes off and people respond and react to it. It was it was it was <laughs> it was kind of kind of interesting, but it was something that we kind of look forward to. And fortunately, no mishaps but it was just the fact that these things were going off in sporadic places was, was really uh, made it, made it much more believable.
1: Okay. So then one of the phrases that we use a lot around Muni is Muni magic, which to a lot Mm -hmm. of people, that's the special effects, Peter Pan, Beauty and the Beast, you know, those kind of shows. And then uh, other people, it's that being caught up in a, fantastic show, a story Mm -hmm. um, being taken to some far off place. What's Muni Magic mean to you?
2: Yeah, well, see for me, Muni Magic is the place, it's it's a place, it's an opportunity for people to experience the joy of live theater. Uh, Both the audience and the cast and the crew, along with many volunteers, were able to work together as a community to deliver this high quality performance um, to, to our patrons. Uh, we're able to create a a world um, on stage for a maybe a three-hour period of time for people to just kind of get away and to and to escape an escape into to a um, uh, to a fantasy kind of world, um, listening to great music. Uh, great performances, great dancing. It, it's it's a, just that opportunity. That's what Muni magic means to me.
1: Yeah. So then we also use the phrase a lot, Muni family, which can be either literal family or theater family. What does Muni family mean to you? Well, Muni family means just that.
2: It means family, people working together for a common goal. Uh, it's just like with any family. Uh, We have challenges, we have our victories, we have our surprises, we have our joyful moments. As a family, you take the best of each other and you let the world see it. And and you let this world see it on stage. That's what Muni family means to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, good. So who are some of the special people that you've worked with for Muni? Well, Laurie O'Brien,
2: Craig Williams, Steve Kaplan, Damian Kaplan, Steve Rotello, Mm -hmm.
1: uh,
2: Tony Young, Gus Gordon. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. The list goes on. There have been so many amazing people that have that have um that have blessed the stage. Um uh Mary Kate. Um I mean, there are just so many people who have done um uh, Deb Brutus, uh, I, 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 I just, I've always enjoyed watching her, uh, perform, I and mean, she, when she was in, um, what was the one with the nuns? Um.
1: Oh, Sister Act.
2: Sister Act. Oh, my gosh, it, it was phenomenal. Um, uh, Mac Warren, Damon Kaplan, when he, when he, when he was in, uh, 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 Shrek. Mm-hmm.
0: um, Shrek,
2: um, uh, i'm sorry and mac warren yeah tr- mac warren was in shrek too right
1: i don't think mac was damien was but i i don't think mac was what, what, what was the show oh no, no monty python was it oh monty yeah python? yes well he directed spam a lot yeah and spam a lot
2: that's what i'm thinking about yes mm-hmm. um oh but you know what i'm trying to think was he
1: did i see him I, I, oh i think he played arthur when theater center did it Yes. That's what it was. Yes, And then okay, he directed so. it for us. Yeah. And he directed it for us.
2: That's right. right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, uh, Little Annie. It is not one of my favorite shows, but I always enjoy, um, I always enjoy the, um, uh, the young folks, you know, and their love, their enthusiasm, and their talents and things like that. Um, Let's see what other shows um, are. Some other people I could say though, uh, uh, Jacob. There, there are many people. Um, Meredith, Meredith uh, Vogel Thomas. She is, she's an outstanding uh, actress. She is. Um, she's a good. She's a. She is a solid set builder too. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy her watching her perform. Um, yeah just just a lot of people a lot of different people dj dj is very talented yeah yeah i and and i apologize to those that i did not give credit to oh
1: you're, there's been yeah.
2: there's so many
1: mm-hmm. okay so then we come to the final question which is the deep one but important is what makes me special uh I think what
2: makes MUNI special is the fact that um, that there's a place for everyone, whether that's on stage, behind the scenes, working concession, volunteering, driving the go-kart, that there's a place for everyone. Now, that's not always the case in this world. You know, uh, we've, we have a lot of issues, a lot of challenges, which are facing, um, facing us in, in this country. But I think one of the things that the Muni offers is an opportunity for everybody to play a part, to be a part of something. Um, we're getting better. We, we should be a reflection of what our, our um, community should look like. And in many ways, we are. Um, I think we have issues, challenges, but I think that we're willing to face them and to, um, and to work through them. I think that, that if we can um, continue to be all-inclusive, be willing to, um, to accept new ideas, new concepts, um to be willing to to uh hear the voice of everyone and not just li- not just hearing them but listening to the voices of everyone that I think that we can make a, a difference that like I say will that can that can go out into our community as well.
1: Well thank you so much Kevin for taking some part of your day and you have a good rest of your day. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jacob.
0: Thank you for listening to the Muni Oral History Project. This is an ongoing effort to capture the memories and stories of the Springfield Municipal Opera. If you have pictures, videos, or stories you'd like to contribute to this effort, please email history at Muni.org. Your hosts have been Jacob Potty and Craig McFarland, production assistants by Vanessa Ferguson and Jeremy Geckner, Special thank you to the Muni Board of Managers and the Muni Board of Trustees for their support in this effort, and thank you to all the Muni family who continue to help us create magic every summer.